There is nothing scary about being environmentally friendly. Something Strange But True is brought to you in part by the generous sponsorship of Build It Green. Net zero homes are zero carbon footprint homes that also greatly reduce or eliminate your utility bills. And who wouldn't want that? Check them out at builditgreen.ca for your next build or for more information on their services. That's Build It Green, environmentally friendly building company. There's a storm on its way. And what better time to curl up and listen to the podcast, Something Strange But True. A podcast that will leave you thrilled in checking the shadows and even the shower. Stay scared, little ones. Stay scared. What's in the shower? Hello, everyone, and welcome to Something Strange But True, a podcast where I read the stories of the strange and supernatural sent in by you, the listener. And I got to admit that this episode is very unusual because it has to do with one of the most unusual cities in southern Ontario, and that is, of course, Niagara Falls, known for not only its beauty and its, uh, you know, landmark of the falls itself, but also its unusual campy uh, attractions such as the Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum, which I remember going to over 40 years ago as a little boy and falling in love with the strange and the macabre and the bizarre. And this would be the city that I could say is firsthand responsible for why it is that I do what it is that I do today with all the different museums and attractions from the Houdini Museum to the uh, Guinness Book of World Records and the, of course, infamous Frankenstein Haunted House. Uh, These were uh, sites that I would uh, wait all year to go visit with my family. And uh, I've had the fortunate experience of performing at the falls numerous times and of course visiting the falls for not only work but also still to uh you know explore the remaining uh exhibits which have become very commercialized some of the older uh spaces are gone the houdini museum burnt down and the niagara falls museum was of course sold and became the uh very famous billy jameson museum which uh, i now have parts of Uh, But this uh, story is very, very weird. Uh, It has to do with uh, Niagara Falls in the 60s. And it comes to us from a gentleman that I've known for a while, a guy by the name of Richard, who uh, worked in the military, did all sorts of different uh, things in his life. Uh, But he grew up in the falls in the 60s. And it seems that he was involved with a lot of gangs and gang fights. And this story, uh, I've never heard anything like this, uh, and it comes to us from Richard. I'm just going to read what he wrote, and then we have Sam here. Say hi, Sam. Hi. From I Think I'm Scary, and for the first time, you know, Sam is here with us on the podcast. You've been listening to the podcasts? Yes, I have. absolutely love it. Freaky. The freaky stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And you love freaky stuff. I mean, I think I'm scary. What I live for It's what we all live for. Scaring people is what we do. So I'm going to read this, and then I want you to uh, tell me what you think. Sounds good. All right. When I was younger, I was involved with gangs 
gang wars all the time. We'd end up in conflicts against various gangs almost once or twice a week in Niagara Falls. And a few times we'd be squaring off in old cemeteries around town late at night. You know what, Sam? That reminds me almost of as if this was like, you know, West Side Story or something going, on. I'll see you down at the cemetery, say, and you'll be the next person to join. <laughs> you'll be the next tenant, say. Oh, yeah. That's how they talked in the 60s in gang fights. Okay. More like the 20s, but... We'll pretend that it kept going until the 60s. Anyway, where were we? Uh, one particular area, it was known to have sightings of dark forms, phantoms, outlines of some creatures. Most of us have seen them through the years. During one fight, we were in the cemetery on Robinson Street. It's near the Skylon Tower. Robinson runs from the Skylon Tower to Main Street. As we fought each other, sided up behind tombstones, the gang in front of us stared to back off. Sorry, the gang in front of us started to back off, pointing in our direction. Then they ran off, climbing the barbed wire fence on the other side of the cemetery, leaving us to wonder, WTF. Yeah, man, that's kind of a little freaked out what's going on. Let's see what happens. <laughs> well, just then we heard what sounded like some large cracking and breaking. Earlier, we remembered there was a fallen tree behind the cemetery fence behind us. Something crashed. We turned around to see in the moonlight some very tall, large form was very slowly approaching us. It had just passed over the fallen tree, crushing and breaking it. Well, we knew that wasn't right and fear took us. We bolted across the cemetery to where the other gang was still climbing the fence and all of us were trying to climb over each other, trying to get out. It hurt, but we managed to get out and run towards the Skylon Tower. We were no longer fighting but united in fear and self-preservation. You know, maybe that's the, Sam, maybe that is the solution to world peace. Just unleash a shadow monster yeah. on warring factions and see what happens. I want to know if it's if the tree fell down by natural causes or if it fell down by what was chasing them earlier. That's kind of... I, I think that this thing ripped the tree down. Oh, yeah. Earlier in the day. Oh, that's terrifying. Yeah, I, I, yeah you'd have to wonder. Well, here we are. We're still here. They're at the uh, Skylon Tower now. And uh, they have no idea what's going on. And they, uh, there was about 40 of them armed. And what the hell were we running from to be scared like that? After some liquid courage, we decided to go back and check it out. Big mistake. How much liquid courage? Would enough make to you go, go back. back. <laughs> well, enough that it says a big mistake. We ran along Robinson Street to the church cemetery again, all ready to take on whatever that dark mass was. We went around to the back side of the church looking through the fencing to see what it was. Gone? Nope. It had moved from that side over to the other side and was once again moving alongside the graveyard. It stood well over the tallest tombstones. We charged around and circled it. Some of us climbed up on gravestones for a better view, not in others' line of fire, and we opened up on it. Now, I asked him what he meant by that. I actually messaged this guy back and asked him mm -hmm. what he meant by opened up. We're talking gunshots. Oh, wow. Okay, so they were apparently... Like 40 of them. 40 of them, some with guns firing on this. And then this happened. Second later, nothing happened. It was still moving, slow and steady across the cemetery. We were about to charge at it when suddenly it shifted so fast towards one of the guys standing on one of the gravestones. It enveloped him. And in a split second, he was flung maybe 25 wow. feet through the air 
and hit the ground. He was holding his head and sighed in pain, not from hitting the ground, but he was screaming that something had grabbed and hit his entire side from head to toe and that the impact that flung his body through the air uh, caused the pain and he was shouting and uh, now it just suddenly attacked and we picked up our body. It moved in our direction deliberately and not slow, but fast. Well, then waves of panic, fear, terror hit us and everyone grabbed each other and ran. We ran and ran and ran for blocks. Eventually, we ended up at Ferry Street and Stanley Avenue, scared to death. My friend's entire side was bruised and swollen. He was frigid cold. The gang that was before against us was now with us and didn't want any quarrels with us anymore. And over the years, decades following, I and a number of paranormal groups have been around in that neighborhood cemetery. And there has been other events and sightings that we will find another time to tell you about. And I would be very interested to know a little bit about the uh, other stories. Yeah, of course. I want to hear them. Uh, I'm just curious. I'm in my head. I'm going, you'd have no idea what that thing was. It, it, it hit your friend. How do you know it didn't take part of it with him home? You're talking about a spectral being in a graveyard. You have no idea what's going to go on, what to expect. And I'm just blown away how brave you they were to go back. I'd be like, I, there I'm were never going 40 back. of them though, right? I Even mean, with 40, you don't know what it is. Yeah, you don't know what it is. I mean, I wouldn't go back into a graveyard where I'd seen a giant shadow figure. No. Even with the small army. And I'm more scared of it. And kind of, I'm kind of curious. I kind of want to see it. But if it can scare 40 bikers, it probably little yeah, me wouldn't like, be able to be But what is good. it, right? Like, what yeah. was this thing? Was it a shadow person? Was it a creature? I mean, there's all sorts of different paranormal sightings in Niagara Falls. There's all sorts of different... Uh, you know, reports of UFOs and aliens. I mean, in an earlier episode, we uh, we talked about the uh, the uh, UFO sightings over the um, the falls. Of course, the falls themselves are associated in uh, First Nations culture um, as a mystical uh, area. Mm -hmm. There's all sorts of magic and ability, uh, power surrounding that area. Yeah. Um, you know, all sorts of different things like that. There's ghost stories about a haunted trolley that's said to go through the, uh, through the falls and uh, essentially, uh, you know... Um, all sorts of different creepy things. Um, you know, you could see the ghost of the little boy on the trolley. Um, <laughs> really creepy things. Uh, there's the cave of evil spirits. Yeah. Um, you know, but I've never heard of this um, type of thing happening. And and I mean, what a what an amazing incident from an area that is so hokey, and you know, peppered with attractions like yeah. things like screamers, and you can just go into the cemetery and. And experience it firsthand. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm just like I'm still trying to, kind of create what this thing could be in my head, and I can't. And you know, I've been looking online, and I haven't found any more information about anything similar to it. But with 40 witnesses, I'm going to follow up with this guy and find out a little bit more uh, what we have uh, happening. Now, the next story I want to read to you uh, comes to us from the very street in which I live and uh, a little bit of a bittersweet situation um, you know it comes to us from uh, a gentleman who was loved uh, greatly in this area uh, a gentleman uh, named Kirk and he told me this story 
uh, about a week ago, uh, eager and happy to partake in this. Uh, but unfortunately, since then, he has passed. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's so sad. It's sad. Uh, and he would have loved to have known that his story was included. And so this one's for him. Mm-hmm. And it's a very short story, but it is a story nonetheless. And maybe, maybe he can come and tell us something now. Maybe he could be part of a future story. <laughs> I think he would he would find that oh, yeah. funny and get a kick out of it. Yeah. But this is what he has to say. And this, this has to do with the apartment that he lived in. Um, he would sit out on the stoop with his wife. And uh, we would talk daily as I would pass it, say hi. Everyone knew him. And he said that uh, in the apartment above him, uh, this is what had happened. So there was a girl that died in that apartment above him uh, and was in that apartment for a couple of days. Uh, there were people partying in the apartment and actually, from what he understands, moving her body around. And yeah, they were charged, but that's a different story. Yeah, okay. Geez. But her body was moved and um, new tenants came in and, uh, you know, they slept in different beds for a medical reason. And after a few nights, the new woman tenant approached me, this is him saying the story, and asked if anyone had died in the apartment, that the covers on the bed moved and uh, the bed looked like there was a depression in it as if someone was sitting on it. And that two days later, she said um, other things were happening in the apartment. It got cold and uh, things were moving around. And so we decided to tell her that, yes, there was someone who recently passed in the apartment. And she said that at two o'clock in the night, uh, in the morning, the, uh, the, the night prior, uh, she saw a figure walk from the kitchen to the bedroom. And a week later, she came back and said that she doesn't want to live there anymore, that there was an apparition telling her that this was her apartment and that they should leave. And you know wow. what? They did the right thing. They moved. Good. You know, Good. you see this in a horror movie, you know, get out. Yeah, but like they actually left. Thank goodness. Most people are like, oh, I just ignore it. But you, it sounds to me like you have a vengeful spirit there, especially with the history and how things happen. That's that's awful, sad, scary. And it's kinda, very scary. Yeah. And unaware that they've passed. Yeah. So you know they're not making it up. They're just, what's going on? Tell me what's happening. Yeah. And then once you found out, oh no, because you probably have this this girl's spirit not knowing what happened to her from this party and what happened. Yeah. Well, she OD'd. Uh, That's so she what probably happened. still didn't know. Didn't know. And she passed away so aggressively that she thinks she's still alive in there. And and so it, it concludes with him telling me that during the construction and renovation of the apartment above him, prior to the move, in the middle of the night, you could actually hear someone walking around above him. And that would be the apartment that was uh, apparently oh, haunted. No. So he had heard uh, yeah. unusual sounds in the apartment above uh and uh and uh yeah kind of kind of cool cool and I, I would i would like to know what else has happened in this apartment but yeah. unfortunately he is now gone to the other side himself yeah so quick he only told me this a week and a half ago wow so so yeah that one's for you but anyway that being said two more creepy stories here on something strange but true and if you get a chance check out I think I'm scary on Facebook, as it says, I think I'm scary is a platform for all things horror and scary. And you want to kind of give it a little blurb. It's yours. Of course. Yeah. So check out, I think I'm scary on Facebook and Instagram. We are getting ready to launch a YouTube channel within the next little bit. Uh, We're all about promoting independent creators of 
things that freak you out from sideshow, ghost stories, um, basically anything that's terrifying. And uh, just follow us so you can see some of the stuff. And we also share uh, Mysterion stuff there all the time. So feel free, check it out. And thanks so much for having me on the show. You bet. And I will see you all in my favorite place, the future. Stay scared, everyone. <laughs>